Huge news globally, and it's going to affect your you at home if you have a 401k or you want to get a home loan or you're wondering if your mortgage is going to rise, is what's happening in Greece. Uh, they voted over the weekend no. Over 60% of the country says no, we will not take the bailout plans and the austerity offered to them by the EU to stay in the EU. What does that mean for you? Peter Mauricius, professor of the uh, Robert H. Smith School of Business at the University of Maryland and a premier economist. Peter, why should we care about this? Well, we want to care about whether Europe holds together. And uh, what's happening is is that Europe is melting down under superstition. Uh, the Germans are imposing something the equivalent of medieval surgery on, on Greece. Uh, Greece needs a smaller public sector, a smaller government, but you don't just shrink it all at once the way the Germans are forcing them to do without creating a depression. And that's exactly what's happened. And so the Greek people are revolting. They're saying basically, you know, it's one thing to tell us we have to pay our debts. It's another thing to tell us we have to starve our children. Uh, right now, Greece is being starved by the Germans. It, 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 it's as if they're doing with, 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 what they couldn't do in the 40s with tanks. So, but whose fault is that and what options do they have? Well, it's Schobel's fault. The, the finance minister of Germany, Angela Merkel, Christine Lagarde at the IMF, uh, they've imposed this plan over five years. And now they're refusing to admit that it failed. I was on uh, the BBC this weekend twice uh, with uh, European officials, and they were saying, well, you know, Greece was starting to grow before, Sh- before, before Shiraz had took over. Uh, that's the, the governing party. Actually, it had shrunk 25 percent, and then it would rebound at 1 percent. All of southern Europe is in depression. Uh, because of these uh, bailout arrangements, which impose too much austerity mm-hmm. and, and, and shrink the government sector too much too quickly. So, Peter, just one thing. I've got to go back to the whole uh, the Greek timeline and what it means for them. For us, why does it affect our five uh, our 401ks? Well, the thing is, is if the European economy tanks, it's going to have a terribly disruptive effect on the U.S. economy. Girola, it's our largest market. And it's not just what they're doing to Greece. It's all of Europe isn't growing. Take a hard look at Europe since the, since the Great Recession. It's hardly recovered. Angela Merkel's style of economics just is terrible. Uh, it's just not working. And, uh, you know, who are we going to sell our stuff to? At the same time, China's tanking for very similar reasons. Uh, you got very statist enterprises, lots of government strings, and, and it doesn't work. Very interesting because you have Portugal and Spain and similar issues. Italy's buried in debt and America's buried in debt. But we got this thing called productivity. There's a sense that we got the potential to work our way out of it. Greece is not growing. Uh, uh, the Italians uh, are not known for their productivity, nor does their economy provide much hope. They were on the right track for a while. They got rid of that government. Now they're on the wrong track again. So a lot of people are saying Greece could be the beginning of a collapse. If you can't honor your loans and don't try to, do we even have a monetary system? Well, we do have a monetary system, but this is what we're having at the country level is what happened to homeowners during the financial crisis. If people can't pay, they can't pay. And uh, what we did during the financial crisis is basically put money into the banks, the TARP, so that the economy could get functioning again. That's essentially what they have to do to the banks in in Spain and Portugal, Italy and and Greece. And, And the European Central Bank is not doing that. Instead, they're imposing this draconian austerity, which is essentially smothering all of Southern Europe. Uh, it, it's, it's really a terrible thing. But you know what it is, is that the Germans really profit from it. What do you mean? They profit. It it, well, it gives the euro, makes the euro weak. So Siemens and Airbus and the rest, they can export uh, thanks to a weak euro. 
by weakening the European economy as a whole, right. you strengthen Germany in particular. So basically, the Germans are living well at the expense of the Greeks. And, you know, they're saying, you but, know, but, but, you know Peter, Peter, you know not. this better than me, but the Germans are living well because they deserve to live well. They watch Do their they money. Really? They, they don't. Wait, they watch their money, they invest, they work hard, they have a great educational system. They're, they're at least competing. Well, I don't know that I agree with that. They work 32 and a half hours a week. Their cars are terribly expensive. I don't know that their technology is all that superior. I mean, the iPhone comes from Germany. The uh, Windows operating system comes from Germany. What are the great innovations of Peter, this century? Peter, the you're right, and you could say the same thing about the Japanese, too, or the Chinese. But I'm just saying but in terms of innovation. But economically, do, who's responsible for the German uh, economy? Well, I think the Germans have basically exploited the rest of Europe. It's much the way the Wall Street bankers pay themselves really well, and the rest of us have sinking standards of living. One of the characteristics of the 21st century is oligarchs. The banks in New York, the industrialists in Germany, and so forth, are basically picking the bones of the working man just about every place in the industrialized world, whether we're talking about Shanghai, San Francisco, uh, Seattle, uh, Paris, uh, Prague, what have you. That's what's going on. Uh, there is something to Barack Obama's claims of inequality, though his solutions for it aren't really real, uh, because, after all, he loves right. to harvest campaign contributions on Wall Street. So, uh, real quick, what's your solution? Well, my solution is that is the, is the Greeks have to repudiate their debt, uh, go back to their own currency, and, and rebuild their economy. Uh, things are so bad in Greece that families are sending their children away because they can't feed them. Young people are leaving the country. It's depopulating like Puerto Rico. I mean, you've read a great deal about Puerto Rico lately and how basically all the Puerto Ricans are coming to New York because Puerto Rico is bankrupt. Well, Greece is going to empty out as well. That is not a solution, but that's Angela Merkel's solution. The reality is the brown shirts are still in Europe. They're using finance instead of tanks to get it done. Uh, so one on a, on a positive note, are mortgage rates likely to stay low because of this panic? Uh, actually, the Fed's going to raise short-term rates, but mortgage rates are not going to go up by nearly as much because the United States still is the last great hope for capitalism. And so lots of money will come here. You're going to have a lot of capital flight to the United States. And just as uh, Greenspan had trouble raising mortgage, mortgage rates when he raised short rates and Bernanke did, so will Yellen. Uh, Peter Marici, uh, my exit question to you is this. President Obama has been speaking about how he revived the economy, and that should be at the top of his library and legacy. What did he do to revive the economy? Well, actually, he basically uh, did a lot to keep us from reviving. We've hardly had a stellar recovery. Growth has been about 2%, half of Ronald Reagan's recovery. What this era really, really illustrates, it's hard to keep American technology down. And what really revived the economy were breakthroughs in technology and that keep the economy going. For example, who would you consider a bigger success? Government Motors, General Motors, on welfare, in debt to the United States, on the hook to the American taxpayer for $10 billion in subsidies, or Ford Motor Company, who did it on his own? Obviously, the answer is he's got, a, he's got a nice feminist over there that he subsidizes, who produces crappy cars, who you shouldn't. You, you know, if you are a parent and you put your child in a General Motors car, you're acting, it's terribly irresponsible, given the things that have happened in their vehicles. 
But you don't read that about Ford, do you? The reality is one company is run by rugged private sector managers and the others on the dole. Peter Morisi fired out of a cannon today and says that the Greeks should go back to the drachma, which will probably be worth nothing, though. Right, Peter? No, I don't think so. I think you'd be surprised. It depends on how you do it. Unfortunately, uh, we had capitulation overnight. The Greek prime minister fired his finance minister. His finance minister was the one person who understood the problem and could engineer the reintroduction of the drachma. Now, uh, I don't know really what's going to happen there now that he, he let Basically, Merkel dictated that the uh, Greek finance minister be fired overnight and uh, the Greek government capitulated. After winning, the, after winning a mandate, they basically, they, they basically squandered it by firing their finance minister this morning. Uh, that's that University of Texas economist who actually had a firm understanding of what was going on. And wouldn't you know it, a six-shooter from Texas is needed to straighten out Greece. So they sent them packing home. Peter Marici, thanks so much. Take care.